Hey everybody, welcome to day five of our video uh, Advent devotional series we're doing. I hope it's been encouraging to you and rewarding just uh, starting to go through these first few days of Advent. It's, uh, it has been for me. Uh, today, our passage of scripture is out of Luke chapter two, verses six through seven. Uh, today's title is No Detours, No Detours. So in Luke chapter two, we're gonna read verses six and seven together. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Interesting passage of scripture, you know, coming off of uh, our last reading, we, we saw that God moved heaven and earth in order to make sure that the Messiah, that Jesus, was born in Bethlehem. It was prophesied that he would be. He would be the house and line of David. So he had to be born in Bethlehem. So he had to get Mary and Joseph moved to Bethlehem, and there was no reason for them to go. They were in Nazareth. They were poor. They wouldn't go on a long trip. Uh, it would take a lot of time. She was pregnant, well, well advanced in her pregnancy. Why would they do that? Well, God moved heaven and earth and, and kings and rulers, and uh, it, it aligned just right because of what he had done. He willed it to be done, that he would be born there. So what's interesting about this passage, we see that the baby is born while they're there, and that she wraps him in cloths, and she lays him in a manger because there were no rooms anywhere available. There's no room available. And, and one of the questions you can think about is like, well, if God moved heaven and earth just to get him to Bethlehem, couldn't he have got him a nice room? Couldn't there have been a, a, an open room, a suite at the Hilton ready to go? Couldn't there have been something for, for the Lord Jesus, the King of Kings to be born in uh, a little more pomp and circumstance? But that's not what happened. And we can ask that question, could God have done that? And, and the answer is certainly yes. Could, could God have done it? Yes. But the question we should have asked or should be asking is, what has God willed to be done? What has God willed to be done? And I want to read a passage out of 2 Corinthians also that, that talks about this. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and uh, verse 9. For you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus, though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. Now, this isn't talking about physical wealth for us. I mean, it's, it's, it is talking about the circumstances at Jesus' birth. He was born into a, a poor family. He was born into to obscurity. But what we have to understand is that Jesus did that so that we could benefit from it. Well, how does that work? Well, Jesus was prophesied to be a man of sorrows, Scripture says. Uh, he was not rich or powerful or, or influential by birth. He didn't have standing by birth. He was obscure. He was poor. He was a man familiar with suffering. And he would suffer the greatest persecution that could be suffered. What was that? Well, he suffered with his life. He suffered and died. And he didn't die for what he had done. He died for what you and I had done. And that through faith in Christ, that, that through faith in what Jesus had done, this poor, obscure, seemingly insignificant man who rose up and said that he was God, who, who was born in obscurity and born into poverty so that he could serve everyone, that through faith in Christ, we might be made new and made whole again. That's, that's one of the most important things we could, we could get from this. He became nothing so we could have everything. So during Advent, this time of us eagerly, expectantly hoping and waiting, think about that and think that this, that the road to Calvary there were no detours at all. God knew exactly what he was doing, and he did it in the only way that he could, by coming in the most humble form to take my place and to take your place so that we could be made new by the blood of Jesus Christ. 
God bless you guys. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow.